0: you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host
1: good evening ladies and gentlemen and thank you for joining me tonight on episode 22 season 4 of the standoff with brad and ritchie here on new zealand sport radio we are here live wednesdays on facebook throughout the season Even Richie, Uh, well it was a shorter round um, with some entertaining matches, but those bloody rabbits ruined our multi. Uh, How are you and what do you think of the round?
2: I'm well, thanks Brad. Yeah, I enjoyed the shortened round, um, other than South Sydney ruining our multi as one team always tends to do every weekend, so we go again this week.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if we can lose more of Paul's money this week. Uh, We'll do our best. Uh, but while we're here live on Wednesdays at 8 p.m., you can also catch our show at your convenience on iHeartRadio, Spotify, all those places. Just remember to search for New Zealand Sport Radio. As always, we're going to cover everything you need to know on the week that was Rugby League, including our top stories of the week, a review of Round 19 up down island tips. We'll then answer some questions from you guys as well as some questions we've prepared for each other. We'll then preview Round 20 and make our picks before ending the night with a recap of Super League. Um, and To see Jacko's here and um, talking about the multi, I I thought this one was a go, we only had three in it, so um, as you can see there by the picture Paul's put up, but it is what it is, Um, so we may as well um, get into it, Richie, but remember to send us comments and questions throughout the show. Um, Been a bit busy this week, so I don't have a lot of news, but I've pulled a few good ones, Um, but... Josh Reynolds has announced his immediate retirement from professional rugby league. He, um, the the news came out that he gave up his top thirty spot last week, so the Bulldogs could sign Toby Sexton. Um, Reynolds' final game will be this Saturday in New South Wales Cup. Um, what's your thoughts on on the announcement?
2: Um, a yeah, pretty selfless decision to give up a spot for an incoming half, which. You know, if you look at the weekend just gone, I think it's quite evident they they really need a uh, half to guide them around the field. So, you know, the ultimate sacrifice from from a bulldog through and through. Um, so, wish him all the best in his retirement. You know, there was a stage there in the early 2010s where uh, you know he was he was one of the one of the really good halves running around in the game. Um, so, yeah, I um, just wish him all the best in retirement.
1: Yeah, and I'm sure uh, you know be there was probably a, a nice little cherry dangled to help him with this decision. So I'm sure he's got a job um, with the, the Bulldogs for as long as he wants it. But, um, yep. yeah, he's done a lot. You know, there's been a lot of ups <clears throat> and downs for him. But um, he got to go back to the Dogs, which is where his heart is, and um, got to at least play a couple of first-grade games this year too. So yeah. – um, Yeah, I think all in all, if you're weighing it up, you're going to – a guy that's on the way out and a young up-and-comer that just needs a chance. Um, It was the right decision for everyone, but it takes a big man to um, make that decision um, Mm. as well. So, yeah, full full credit to him for that. And, yeah, hopefully um, he has a nice cushy job with them for a little while. Yeah. Uh, Next bit of news, Um, we did it. We survived the first week of the RLPA media blackout um still no progress um but I I, probably completely wrong but the more the longer it goes and the more I'm seeing the more I'm siding with the NRL in my own personal opinion I feel like it's I think some I think some of the players are, are are overreaching Richie in my personal opinion with some of the stuff like I've read through a lot of the demands they've got and there was I can see both sides but like there were one thing they don't like is the NRL keeping their media records or medical records sorry Mm, yeah but if you want them to pay for your medical bills when you've retired you kind of need to keep a track record of what's wrong with the player you know I yeah I don't don't get it and they they kind of want a say in everything the NRL does which it's hard enough now, I think, to get the NRL to actually do stuff. So if you're going to have them have to do something and then stop, ask permission, and then keep going, I, it doesn't seem like a way to run a business, which is what the NRL is, in my opinion. But
2: yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully they they can reach common ground sooner rather than later. Um, I switched on a lot of the games right at kickoff time this weekend, so I didn't notice the media blackout <laughs> too much. Um, Maybe a little bit post match, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we get resolution sometime soon.
1: Yeah, and Jacko's kind of mentioned um, saying for him, um, it's just a move from the RLPA for more power within league, and they're overstepping their role. Yeah, I, I think I kind of covered that last week. Where I felt the players have so much more control in the NRL than many other sports around, um, and I know there's talk um, about they don't want extra games put in um because you know i want to increase the games and increase the teams and i get that but then at the same note a lot of those players saying like we don't want to have more games are playing an origin on wednesday night and two days later playing for their club Hmm. um so it's it's okay then because it's origin but um i think once they expand the teams i think you could still just make the draw better like you've got 26 rounds you bring in 20 teams you play everyone once and then have a couple of like the doubles for your big games. So like, each club. So you can still work around, but I don't know how it's going to work, but continuing on with that to support the media blackout, it's believed the NRLW players will boycott their season launch next week. And the NRL players have advised they may boycott NRL matches if things don't get resolved. Um, I think they're, they're bad takes on both sides. Um, I don't see players stepping out of the way when they know they're in contention yeah so like you're not going to see like a penrith or a broncos or that have all their players stand down um to get their point across when they know that you win a premiership you get a bit uh, you get prize money right yeah so and the nrlw not wanting to launch that part of this thing um in all these agreements is the nrl the rlpa wants the woman's game to stand on its own if you're not promoting um if you're not there promoting it how's it going to stand on its own but
2: i don't know you got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. no yeah. yeah
2: i mean yeah i think yeah i think it's a bit of a silly boycotting games won't do anyone any good really will it and- no Surely, a lot of these players won't want to give up their spots, um, but yeah, we shall see. I don't think it. I don't think it would come to that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So we'll keep. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to be an ongoing thing for the next couple of weeks, for as long as it goes on. I guess, you know, how this has been going on since before the season kicked off.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. You I mean, know, if they're going to do boycotting in games, and it has to be one out, all out right because if yeah. if it's one or two players in a in a squad it's not going to work but it, it has no. to be the whole lot yeah. and basically get cancelled games
1: yeah so and i think the games. fear i think the big fear from the players is that it breaches their contract which means a, a team can or a club could just get rid of them so the only ones that would be willing to do it would be the ones that you're not going to get rid of you know
0: um well again, that comes down to what what but, the players yeah. union yeah. say the <laughs> union says right if you get rid of anybody then that's it. The competition's over until you reinstate mm-hmm. them. So the players' union can make whilst, Yes, whilst they a be breaching contract, the players' union can have the uh, try and do. It's like.
1: Anyway. But yeah. Um, and yeah, like Simon said in the long run, um, the women's games, no matter what sport, need to stand on its own two feet. Yeah, yeah. it does. It, it does need to. And um, I, I believe they still need to help them launch it. But if the players aren't there backing it, um, like on the media day to promote it, they're, they're already you know swimming backwards so the the players need to to really do their part if they want um, actually want the money coming in from the sport you've got to promote it right
0: yeah true but you got to also remember that the boys uh, did um, p- part of the uh, the contract negotiation at the beginning of the year um, the uh, heads up agreement uh, part what, what they held out for part of it was increased money towards the women players. So yeah, um yeah, true. if the boys are gonna do that for the for the for the girls and the girls are gonna are gonna back the boys as well in uh, in these kind of disputes.
1: Yeah. But yeah, we'll just have to wait and see what's happening um with that. Um, I'm sure we'll get more info to talk about next week. So next bit, uh Wayne Bennett has come out in support of the NRL bringing a state of origin match to New Zealand and the NRL open it looking at the option around 2027. Uh what's your take on that? I know we've spoken about it in the past um I did see a decent artic- uh, argument um, against it. So um, I want to see it because I'm selfish, but what's your your thoughts on it, Rich?
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see it, f- uh, like you, from a selfish point of view. Always wanted to go to a state of origin match, never had the opportunity, but it would make it a heck of a lot e- easier hosted here. Um, what was that decent argument you heard against it?
1: Because oh, a lot of the talk around it was... Um, you know you get origin here and all the kids want to see and they want to play rugby league but um someone made a comment saying um all those kids will want who's to say they're not going to go no we want to play origin and then uh more kiwis that are playing origin instead of playing for the kiwis um which i thought was a good argument too if you're sitting there and you're watching your heroes on the pitch and you go i want to play for that team Mm. then um it could be, but I, yeah, I still want to see it though. Because kind of like, yeah, of me...
2: I would like to see it as a one off, but kind of like what Rob's mm. put there in the chat. Would you want more Origin or more test matches? If I had to choose between the two, I'd choose more test matches. Test matches. Yeah. So uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah. If you ask me if I'm going to get um, the Kiwis playing uh, Australia, Tonga, one of, or England, one of those guys instead of getting Origin game, I'm going to pick that um yep. as a Kiwi because yeah I don't I don't I I enjoy origin I don't think it's anywhere near what it used to be but um I'm a Kiwi so I'd rather see the Kiwis hmm. um but yeah they they still don't want to give us internationals which is another thing in the NRL or the RLPA thing where they're against the international payments getting increased and stuff but we can go into that on another week um Next bit, going on to Big Tino news. Um, we talked about all the teams interested in him last week. Richie, the yep. Storm are throwing their their head in the ring apparently, and they would like to see him come back. Um, do you? There's a few teams um, after him now, but he's a marquee type of player. Do you? Who do you think, taking everything off the line, all the teams that are interested? Do you see him leaving Titans, and what team you reckon he would go to?
2: Um, a part of me would, would really like to see him and David Fafita stay at the Titans. Um, you know, I think they're building, they're building nicely. They're still, their results haven't been consistent this year, but they do look a better side with, with four in there. And, um, Fafita's looked a lot better. So I'd, I'd hate to see them, uh, you know, kind of back to square one, losing a couple of big marquee players, but yeah a lot of a lot of teams will be lining up for tino's services for sure so um, as long as as long as he doesn't pull on the broncos colors uh, (laughs) yeah that that would be i I wouldn't want to see that
1: i'd like to see him stay at the titans because i think as much as i give them crap on this show i think they have improved since he's been there yeah um and he's like the the linchpin and the, and the leader there. So it would set them backwards. If he, he went, um, I don't know if he'd go back to Melbourne. Um, I think if he did go, it would be somewhere new. Mm. Um, yeah, like everyone else, he ended up at the roosters, but
2: if, um, if the rumors about being are true and Ben hunt, one's up going there and Tino, Tino and well, for to stay, um, they're, they're looking really good from next year onwards aren't they they'd they definitely be looking like a top eight side you'd think yeah
1: yeah exactly so i think that type of stuff i think the in the clause though they've got a certain amount of date i think it's in either august or september where they've got to tell the team if they're going to leave or stay or, or hmm. something like that it's it's weird but um Kind of going on to that where he may end up, who knows? But New Dragons coach Shane Flanagan stated he's going to reshape the Dragons roster, bringing in four to five new players to freshen it up and change the culture. So maybe Big, Big Tino, Big Tino. Big, yeah, Big Tino, bring him in. Um, it kind of it, uh, it's it's great to hear him say it. It's kind of stayed in the obvious. Um, yeah. Half the yeah. team doesn't want to be there, so um you're gonna have to bring some in it's i guess the biggest thing is going to be trying to get players in that can do that that actually want to go um Mm. when they've let so many talented guys go like um Mm. we've got one with the warriors right now jackson ford um who's done nothing but impress since he got here and they had him there willing willing to do the work and Mm. he he came to us basically because he wasn't getting the opportunity. So um, it may, I understand bringing four or five in, but I think they've got to look at, you know, the outskirts of their roster that aren't getting opportunities and see, you yeah. know, if there's if there's any gold there. Um, probably not because it's the Dragons and the rubbish, but.
2: Well, they, yeah, you're right. It's almost stating the obvious because you look at their roster up and down, they need change. So Shane Flanagan in itself is a good change because uh, he's yeah. a good, solid coach. Look at what Andrew Webster's done almost by changing the culture within the whole team. Uh, he's turned us into a winning team. Without mega stars in our team, you know, there's a lot of battlers in our team, but with, with the right coach, right systems, and right attitude, you can turn that into a winning team.
1: Yeah, um, and he, he could do the job for them. Um, hopefully not for me, but... Um, I think he's definitely better than the coaching they've had recently. Mm. So, um, yeah, hopefully we get some news on that sooner rather than later. So we can talk about potential new players. Um, but we'll move into the signings. Um, the first one, uh, Matt Lodge, he's now got a new, a new team again, Richie. Um, he is with Manly on a train and trial for the rest of the year. He's, um, actually going to be playing for the new South Wales cup team this Sunday. So, um, congrats I guess to Matt Lodge It's it's what he it's kind of what he does every you know second year anyway mm. so um how do you think he'll go at Manly
2: oh, I mean he's he's a very good player on when he when he's on you know uh we all know that um kind of what like what Rob said in the chat there three clubs in 12 months what does that tell you about him though maybe he's not fitting into these cultures um I don't know, pure speculation, but if Manly get uh, top of his game Matt Lodge, then, you know, he adds something really good to their forward pack.
1: Yeah, and I guess I I know a lot of people are looking at it and getting a bit concerned about the the Isaac Moses effect. Um, He's yet another player, and they seem to be getting a lot of his players in Manly now, which is a problem we saw at the Warriors and a few other clubs where... He kind of has all his players in there, and it kind of falls apart. So yeah. I, I think Manly are a bit sharper than that normally, but if you look at some of the players they've signed, um, it's it's interesting. Um, but a healthy addition to their roster, especially with Tommy Turbo out, well, they need a bit more experience, I guess, which I guess is something Lodge can provide. And um, yeah, Rob's also said Seabolt's also Moses, which is, again, the Warriors effect, because we had Kearney with Moses and all those players. So, yeah, interesting times for them. But speaking of the Warriors, they announced two extensions. Um, Wade Egan and Ali uh, Leatawa have both extended until the end of 2025. Um, Wade's is the normal contract extension, but Ali's is actually an upgrade into the top 30. Um, What's your take on on those? I think I'm being very happy. Um, with Egan and what we got to see from in is one game, so I'm happy to see them continue.
2: Yeah, I'm very pleased, uh, particularly with well with both of them really Wade Egan uh, seems to just get better uh, year on year. Uh, we saw it in the weekend how how dangerous he looked out of dummy half, and I think the way we're playing our new game plan, all our good hard line runners, it just makes him a really good uh, good running option. Um, so I think he's been really strong. And obviously with young Ali Leotawa, we're only seeing the the beginnings of something. We saw what he did in his debut. So um, I hope we get to see a lot more of him because he he looks a pretty prodigious talent. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I've said off off show um, to you and to Ruin Hammer um, that I fully expect Ali to be a starting centre next year. Um, just from my we glimpse but with what they've got right now um i think he is better than um the bear. what the berries and the valley can offer i think he offers more um but yeah it's all coming off one game where the Warriors were really impressive so it could be rose tinted glasses there until we see him in a few more games yeah um yeah. we'll have to wait and see but the last signing um was lachlan fitzgibbon from the knights he's leaving the club to join the warrington wolves in the super league um, yeah, um, which,
2: he's been a mainstay with the Knights for a while. So, uh, you know, good on him for seeking an opportunity elsewhere. Um, yeah. They had
1: to let someone go so they can they give do, Tyson yeah. Frizzell more money he's, to stay.
2: Yeah, yeah, he is a good, solid player, Lachlan Fitz, Fitzgibbon. But, yeah, wish him well in the Super League.
1: All right, He'll crush it over there, um, especially he's in th- a team like yeah. Warrington. It's not like he's going to a struggling team yeah um, he's going to a good team so um that was the signing so we'll go into injuries only two i know there was a few more i've kind of just picked two out um jim and jolliffe from the titans may miss a month due to a fractured hand and ryan Sutton um was sent to hospital for scans after the head high tackle we received from tanemil mm. um but he's been cleared of a serious neck injury no word on how long he'll spend on the sidelines he's not named this week um, but all they've said is that, you know, any serious injuries um, he's avoided, which is great because it wasn't pretty to see.
2: Yeah, what did what did you make of that high tackle? It was kind of a weird one, hey, because it looked like the ref had cleared it initially and until they were calling for a stretcher and then they they reevaluated after the fact.
1: I think it's similar to what we've seen with Murata Nakore, where it's just ill-timed um, aiming. And then mm. you only notice it because of an injury, which I think is what the Ravado's ref said. uh Ref coach said in the in the post match, we yeah. said like it probably wouldn't have been looked at if he hadn't got injured. But it's not like he was Hollywooding; he was actually really hurt. So he was, yeah. It's not like he was trying to milk for a penalty, and yeah, it, it's tough. But Tani Moon's got a got a reputation, so he does. It, it, it is what it is. If it was, say, a, a Nathan Cleary or someone who is relatively squeaky clean, um, maybe it's not going to be punished as much. But yeah, still, still not a good tackle, and you mm-hmm. don't want to see see players get hurt in the neck. I winced a few times with Mitch Barnett and some of the tackles with his neck injuries. Yeah, um, it didn't look great, but thankfully he was okay. But that was all the injuries we had. Um so last one we've already just talked about him, but um naughty boy corner, no bands um this week, but there were four fines, including a three thousand dollar fine to Tane Milne um for that high tackle. Um so it's it's his third one. I, I don't want to say in it, it, it pretty much is third one in a row. Um because I know he got one in the Warriors game. Um yes this one, I think he got one the week before um, the Warriors. So, yeah, I'm fair to say if he does another one this week, he'll get some time on the pine. He's
2: he's on thin ice.
1: Yeah. So um, that's all the news we had there. Probably the quickest we've done it in a while, Paul. Um, So we may as well get into the the shortened round of 19, um, starting with the first game, which was the Sharks defeating the Tigers 36-12, Richie.
2: Uh, Yeah, and like you say, shortened around. We're making great time here, so we must be rushing through for State of Origin or something. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, Sharks 36, West Tigers 12, seven tries to two. Um, Sioni Kartor grabbed a hat trick. Uh, Sifa Talakai grabbed two. Jesse Ramian and Nicholas Nicholas Hines were the try scorers for the Sharks. Uh, Tommy Talao and Sean Bloor were the two try scorers for the West Tigers.
1: Yeah, and Paul just mentioned our shorter news section was 23 minutes long. I think last week we were on like 44, 45 minutes yeah. on our news section. So it's yeah. half of it. We worked some problems. I wasn't here to whip crack the whip. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Sharks, Tigers. And the Sharks, uh, they strolled home here, to be honest. Um, mm. But I did expect more out of them. Um, I was kind of expecting a similar scoreline to what we saw happen to the Tigers the week before. Um, Their attacks still look crisp and dangerous. Um, They'll just need to work on their discipline. They had like nine penalties, I think, almost um, in this game. Um, And they got a tough match this week. And if they are that ill-disciplined against the Warriors, um, they'll be in a bit of trouble. But what was your take on the Sharks?
2: Don't jinx us, Brad. Um... Yeah, a comfortable win in the end. Uh, at halftime, the game was far more competitive than I, I thought it might be. Um, yep. But the Sharks had enough firepower in the second half to do what they always do, the, uh, put away a bottom nine side with ease. That's what they do.
1: Yeah, and your thoughts on the the poor old Tigers?
2: I thought they were pretty good in the first half. Um, just They just lacked the ability to put put their authority on games and, and and ice games without the bulk of their starting spine. Um, hmm. to be fair, even with them, they they lack that ability as well. But yeah, it gets even harder without them.
1: Yeah, I kind of see the same. Um, I thought they showed a lot of effort, but they lacks they just lack direction without Coruscal. I even forgot to mention guys like Adam Dway Dwayney. Dway, Dway is how he sees his name. Dway right. and Brooks. Uh, Brooks, um they were in that fight for the first half, but they you just couldn't, can't keep up, which is going to be a, a theme for a few other games in here. Um, but yeah, hard to see them winning any more games this year, which I think mm. I said last week as well. Um, but who was your player to stand out?
2: Well, everybody knows on this show we love a big rampaging Tongan, so Chelsea for i I very much enjoyed watching him. I so suppose we right. should
1: say he should really be um, Harrell 2.0 and um, Teferi yeah. should be Harrell 3.0. Um, yeah, he had a massive game, but I went with Nico again. Um, you always I'm gonna, do. I'm going to always go <laughs> with Neko until he gets redeemed in origin. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I thought he, he was a bit off on the, on the boot. Um, you know, he, yeah. missed, he missed more goals than he got, but um, I thought he was still... Instrumental in getting guys like Talakai into the situations where they could flourish. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When in doubt, always go Heinz. Um, <laughs> next game Raiders defeating the Dragons 36 26.
2: Yeah, you would have been pleased here, Brad. This is the one I tipped for an upset too, and not quite, unfortunately. Um, it was six tries you're, to five. You're bloody uh, close. I wasn't far off. Jordan Rappiner. Uh, Joey Tapane, uh Matty Tomoko with two, Matt Frawley and Sebastian Chris with the try scorers for the Green Machine. Five try tri-scorers for the Dragons. Well, really only two try tri-scorers, five times. Uh Revalawa with three, Zach Lomax with two.
1: Yeah, um Raiders were strong in this first in the first half. Um, Matt Tomoko being a constant threat with the ball in hand. Very competitive side for 40 minutes. Um, unfortunately the game goes for 80 and they almost let this game slip. You know, they scored six tries, as you said. They scored five of them in the first half. Mm. And then they scored one in the final 10. Um, yeah, they almost let this game go. This could have been a, a massive upset for the Dragons. I don't know how they're going to fix this performance. It's it's not like it's a new thing for the Raiders this year. Um, but yeah, they need to get it sorted. if they If they want to get in there with the big boys at the end of the year, they need to play 80 minutes. Like Simon said, um, we nearly faded out of the game as usual. It's a massive concern, um, but uh, yeah, the fact that they can play a good first forty kind of helps them out a little bit. But yeah, I think you'd rather an average eighty than a really good half and a really bad half. Mm. Um, but yeah, what's your take on the on the Raiders?
2: Well, they're still winning. That's that's the best thing for the Raiders and Raiders fans. I I thought they were nearly flawless in in the first half. Uh, they looked unstoppable. Uh, people like Matty Tomoko seem to be breaking the line at will. Um, but, yeah, obviously, as as you just touched on, they did let the Dragons back into the match. Um, but And then they end up winning 12 and under. So I don't know. For whatever reason, the Raiders just, just don't – they're winning, but they don't seem to do big winning margins, even with a big head start.
1: Yeah, I no, see TK's joined us so evening TK. Um, yeah, and your take on on the mighty dragons?
2: I thought they showed a lot better fight this week. A um, couple of a couple of their big game players stood up in the absence of Ben Hunt, uh, Zach Lomax, Revoloa, both performed really well. Obviously, with multiple tries each, and that helped them back into the contest. But yeah, it's another it's another. End up being another, another close one that they've
1: lost, and they've lost a lot of close ones this year. Yeah, I thought they they did look better this week. And uh, yeah. hot take here, maybe uh, Richie, um, maybe having a team without a completely over it Ben Hunt in it is actually better than forcing them to play. Um, they looked they they looked more like they were interested in playing. Where the last few weeks when Hunt's been out there as well, they've kind of looked like they're over everything. Mm. So maybe. It's him being over it maybe is seeping through to the rest of the players potentially i don't know um but if they have more games like this um they they might avoid the spoon i really hope not yeah um, but yeah and uh jacko's giving me crap <laughs> but, um, i will always go against the dragons so I he will care. yeah um, but um, who was your player to stand out? I think we, we've already mentioned it a bit, and we've both picked the same
2: guy. Yeah, Matty Tomoko. I love watching him play. Um, he seems to have gone to another level again this year, and I've, I've picked him probably at least two or three times this yeah, season. Same. But, yeah, he's just a barnstorming runner, um, really dangerous out on the edge most weeks. So, um, yeah, mari Tomoko.
1: I'm feeling he's he's uh, a great player there. Must be homesick for New Zealand surely. Um, so just just oh, just love leave to. just or leave that, that? Come, just come home back home. Come home. It'd be nice. <laughs> but yeah, he's been outstanding this year. Um, so being really great seeing how he's developed. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: hopefully um, we see more of that but uh, not And um yeah, Jacko said it's smoke kiwi. Yeah, he was born in Auckland.
2: Yeah, sure is. Pick him um, in the black and white.
1: Yeah, I think he'll, if we actually get to play a Kiwis game, I think he'll definitely be in there. Um, mm. But, yeah, fantastic effort. But we'll go on to the next game. Um bit boring this one, Richie. Warriors 46 over the Eels 10.
2: I didn't find it boring at all. Um, <laughs> eight tries to two. Uh, Luke Metcalf with two. Marcelo Montoya with two. Dill Walker, Mitch Barnett with two. Dillon Watinis Lesniak with his with his, um, you know, it's just standard at this point. He's, Jags at least won a game. Two tries yeah. to the Eels, Bailey Simonson, Sean Lane.
1: Yeah. Um, sloppy start for the Warriors. Um, they made more errors in this game than they did in the torrential downpour that me and Paul sat through. Um, but once they started to iron out the kinks, um, they put on a show. It did slow down in the second half um, a, a little bit, you know. Um but the damage was done. At half time the game was over. Um it was all about hopefully seeing them stick out, um, actually stick to a lead and not let the eels come back in. Um, which I feel like they did. Um yeah. and you mentioned uh Dallin's try in the in the corner. I just want to give credit to the cameraman. Um
2: yeah.
1: that you know, I think they said he got a black eye. I don't know if that was them just racking it up, but you know, he got taken out by Dallin, but he got all those pitches from the moment he was diving to the corner to getting knocked over to Dallin picking him up off the ground. He got all of them. So um yeah, that was a great effort. But um yeah, I thought the Warriors had a good bounce back, but they do mm-hmm. need to sort those errors out and go up another level because they got the sharks and the raiders um in a row, which will be um be tough, but they are at home at least. But um you'll take on the Warriors.
2: Uh, I thought we looked a little over-eager out of the gate. So earlier in the match, we were maybe pushing the odd pass that that shouldn't have been thrown, leading to our our air tally climbing. Um, It didn't deter us, though. I I think we stuck to our guns with our attack shapes, and eventually when the passes started sticking, uh, the points started flowing. I thought we got good value off the bench, especially from Dylan Walker, um, yeah, and in the end it was a really good win and uh, a good hit to the points differential, you know, getting it back up there after taking a hit last weekend.
1: Yeah, and um, we're about to talk about the game coming up, um, but TK's mentioned something I couldn't, um, I kind of had the same thought as well, so he couldn't believe the bunnies pumped us and then lost to the dogs. That was, yeah, it was demoralizing, but we'll talk about that one soon. Um, your take on the Eels? Yeah,
2: um, it's just one of those games. It's really hard to get a, a read into their their performance after that, given that they're missing all of their rep players. And a lot of their rep players are their big gun players, Mitch Moses, Clint Gutherson, um, guys like that. You know, like a lot of what the Eels do revolve around those two in particular. Um, but yeah, still, you know, you're still putting it out an NRL level side, and the worries. Can only play what's put out in front of us. So, um, yeah, disappointing for the Eels, I'm sure. But once they get their big guns back, uh, you will see a bounce back, no doubt.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. You you can't you can't help who you're playing against. So, I know a lot of people are saying like the Warriors did this, but it was against a, a lackluster Eels team. It was still a good side, but yeah, they were missing their spine members. And um, because of that, they had no direction. Um, and the, I think I was talking to you and um, Ruin Hammer during the game about it, saying they, the Eels were relying on individual brilliance from players. So um, your Dejan um Bailey Simonson, kind of giving yeah. them the ball and hoping they would do something, um, which is something we can relate to as Warriors fans because we've been a team like that in the past where you kind of – you threw the ball to Sean Johnson and said, just make something do something for us here because the team can't work together um mm. but yeah like you just said once um, once they've got all those guys back they'll be better for it so um yeah i i thought it was a valiant effort from them but they were just um not good enough i guess is the most apt way i can say it. and they looked out of gas i think the warriors um tempo that they brought to the game was too much for the eels
2: Mm. What pleased me was we've seen earlier in, in the origin period when we came up against Brisbane with a depleted side, um, you know, we let that one slip. So we got presented with an Eels team, a weakened Eels team, and we actually put them away and put them away well. So that was the most pleasing thing.
1: Yeah, and before we go into the players, stand standout credit to Warrior Nation and all the Warriors fans that were at that game, you know, Watching a game in that impressive stadium and hearing a Warriors chant um, in Sydney um, was just massive. So um, great mm-hmm. turnout for there. I know a lot of people have been giving us Auckland boys stick for not making a lot of noise. To be fair, that last game, no one really wanted to talk. They were too busy focusing on staying alive in the cold. Um, so hopefully this week um, we we can um, try our best to to match what the. Uh, the aussie fans are doing so um mm. your player to stand out we have actually picked different here so
2: yeah i oh, went big mitch barnett i thought he was outstanding he had so much to unpack um yeah but you know he he had some of the extras this week two tries uh, nearly 200 running meters a nice big line break uh, and his standard you know all his one percent is his line speed on defense as he always brings so I thought it was the complete performance from, from Big Mitch.
1: Yeah, great game from him. Um, my review, which I didn't publish this week, but I the guy I picked is the player I picked for player of the day. But I had Barnett, Ford, um, Walker were all in the running, but I went with Luke Metcalf. Um, yeah. I thought it was his best game um, as a warrior, I Dare say his best game in the NRL so far. Yeah. Um, you know, he got his double almost got a triple um, if he was just a little bit better at his grounding. Um, and he he didn't do a lot of kicking, but he did enough so the defense wasn't pressuring Sean as much as they usually do because they knew mm. there was someone else that would kick. And his passing game was uh, fantastic. Um, yep. You know, strengthening up that left side attack, which has kind of been a bit not stagnant because Marcelo's still getting his tries, but... You know, that right-hand side is where all the danger comes from normally. So to see it opening up and the Warriors actually having some decent attack on both sides is really good. And um, another comparison I had for him, I feel I see a lot of the upside we saw from Reese Walsh and Metcalf, but Mm -hmm. without the ego. Yeah. um, Yeah. I feel like very similar players, but one of them's got an OC problem and one of them seems just like a... An honest good sort kid, which is kind of what Webster's trying to get through with this club anyway. So, um, fantastic effort. And I know we talked about it a few weeks ago about when Tamati Martin's ready. Would we just switch them? And I said I was all for Tamati coming straight back in. I'm not as confident anymore.
2: I feel what a like, great problem. Um, what a great yeah, problem to have.
1: Fantastic problem. Um, and yeah, Jacko um Jacko's mentioned. That um, Metcalf missed half the season. He's just growing into the side and has huge upside. Yeah, he's getting back into the group. It feels like he he feels confident in his position now, which has made him better. And um, I think TK has also mentioned that he hopes Metcalf stays with us. Um, yeah, I think he's going to stay. Um, I think he's pretty much almost guaranteed that he's going to be a starter with a team that is building and getting better. So yeah. why would you leave?
2: Um, He's already and, been given his island name too, Luca Mikiafu.
1: Yeah, um, which is a very funny video that he did. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, fantastic game and um, it was a much needed win for the Warriors. So um very happy with that. And now we'll move on to the game that TK has already mentioned. The Bulldogs ruining the multi by defeating the Rabbitohs 36-32. Yes. What
2: a, what a disappointment. Um, um it was six tries each. Um, Blake Wilson grabbing two. Reed Marney, Jacob Kuraz, Ethan Khoi-Ward, and look, well, Blake Wilson grabbed three. That those were the doggies try scorers. Um, for the Rabbitohs, big Tommy Burgess and his uh, he was captain, so he barged over for first try. Uh, Tyron Munro, Blake Taff with two. Tyron Munro grabbed the second as well. Talis Duncan. They, they were the try scores for each side. Six tries apiece.
1: Yeah, um, Bulldogs, they needed a strong effort after that embarrassing game last week, and we got it. They were playing a, a Rabbits team missing some big names, but the Rabbitohs still showed fight. So um, good effort from the Bulldogs. Big efforts from Blake Wilson. I thought it was one of Reed Marney's better games for the Dogs as well. Um, still a long way to go for this club, but a step in the right direction at least. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, what was your take on the doggies?
2: Um, just really good for them to get the result they desperately needed. The result um, to you know s- stay out of wooden spoons sort of areas. Um, I like the look of Sexton at seven in, in his new club. It sort of opened Burton up a bit more, you know. And, and I, I prefer Burton as a as a six and having yeah. a good solid seven to control the team. That's not Burton's job. That's not where he flourishes. So, um, yeah, I thought it, it helped the balance of their team a lot.
1: Yeah, it only it only took the Bulldogs, you know, um, over half a season to figure out what everyone could have told them. It was that Burton isn't the organiser and you yeah, need no. someone to help him out. Um, so yeah. congrats on, on Phil Gould and all the, the brains there finally figuring out the most obvious thing. Um, but, yeah, your take on the Rabbits,
2: Um, almost exactly the same as as what I was saying for the Eels. Um, They were missing too many of their frontline players to not affect their performance. Um, You know, uh, (laughs) I was saying, I think, during the game in one of the chats that it would have been nice for the Warriors to come up against them without um,
1: Cam Murray
2: and Cody Walker and guys like that. Um, But, you know, obviously... When you're in our shoes, if you want to be the best, you have to beat the best. But the dogs hit the jackpot here with with the amount of players and the caliber of players that the eyes were missing. But they cashed in, so you know, good for the bulldogs.
1: Yeah, and um, yeah, the um, what was your take on the rabbits?
2: That was my take on the rabbits. Sorry, oh, um, come on, um, sorry, you
1: you confused <laughs> me with, with doggies <laughs> at the end. So um, I'll go with the Rabbits then, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, the Rabbits went back to that era riddle team that I've been complaining about all year. Um, they just stopped, stopped it when they played us, ironically. But um, yeah, they, they missed Cody Walker.
0: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care.
1: tremendously um cam murray is like the the top dog there um so yeah i i think they had a valiant effort though they almost stole it um in the final 10 with yeah. their little um flourisher tries they just need to reduce those errors i think they reduce those errors they get this win as simple as that hmm.
2: yeah yeah that's fair
1: and um, your player to stand out. There's a lot of talk about him in the chat, so I'll let you go with it here. Yeah.
2: yeah, I, I already mentioned him, but Toby Sexton, a um, lot of Sexton appeal for the doggies, like Rob says. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he, just what he does for the balance of of their team. Um, like we said, Matt Burton's not a seven. Um, he performs best when he's got someone doing that job, like what Toby Sexton did on the weekend, and you know, it it really helped them get the result.
1: Yeah, I went the opposite. I went with Burden, but I think it's for the same reason. Um, Because Sexton did such a great job at what he's meant to do, it allowed Burton to do what he does best. So um, I thought it was one of Burden's better games for them in some time because he had the freedom. So, um, yeah, different players, but picked for basically the same reason. Mm. Um, Going to the last game... um, the dolphins uh defeating the Titans 23 21 and letting me spoilers ahead get one step closer to Simon on the tips. Since you guys didn't oh you picked did you pick Dolphins? You did, eh?
2: Yeah. I did mate, but yeah, I pick other teams wrong, so don't Hey Paul.
0: You're supposed to be doing doing teasers, not spoilers. You should say, Oh, the yeah. g- the gap changed in the thing, wait later till, till I tell you who <laughs> who got who uh, all
1: called away or whatever. Yeah sorry you know i'm doing my best here this week all right
2: i can <laughs> i can see myself just falling further behind these two just uh, i'm in a position where i have to pick silly picks to try and catch up so
1: and we're, we're teasing that because we're going to show that later <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so yeah run down yep. for the scores please 23
2: 21 dolphins take the result uh four tries to three Connolly, lemuelu jared wallace Kenny Bromwich, Jermaine Isako for the Dolphins, and for the Titans, Kieran Foran, Philip Sami, Brian Kelly were the three try scorers.
1: Yeah, um, Dolphins had to dig deep here. Um, A tough clash with some big efforts across the park. Um, Looked like they sealed the win in regular time, but they didn't drop their heads when the Titans forced it to golden point. I thought that would have been the right time for the Dolphins to just mentally fall apart. Uh, but they didn't Um, once they got into golden point they played pretty much error-free football um and nailed the chance they got from a ballsy call from the ref which i thought was the right call but you don't see that call made in golden point very often um but yeah fantastic effort from the dolphins um i thought they did very well here and was uh, rob said entertaining game um yeah i thought it was a thoroughly entertaining game but like he said there shows that I don't think these teams are top eight material, but um, a hell of a battle.
2: Mm. Yeah, I th- I thought this performance from the Dolphins was a- was throwing back to the gritty ways we saw from them earlier in the year, uh, despite being down 14-6 at the half. You know, it was a handy handy little lead to the Titans, but they did a great job to come back and steal the result in Golden Point. Um, I echo your thoughts. I th- thought... I thought the call in Golden Point was correct. You just never ever see that called. Um, yeah. Every time you go to Golden Point, all the defenders are offside from a from a field goal attempt. Um, finally, somebody called it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, and um, your take on the Titans?
2: I actually I didn't think it was a bad performance from the Titans, um, given that they were missing their origin players Tino. Uh, Futureka, Brimson, you know, normally very big performers for them. I thought the remaining players, particularly Foran and Jaden Campbell, uh, put in good shifts. So um, could have gone either way. Just that Dolphins grit got them over.
1: Yeah, I thought the Titans played well um, without Fafida and Big Tino up front. I thought their forwards did front up and yeah, um, freedom, their yeah. attacks, their attacks always dangerous, as we know. Um, better defense may have got them the win. In regular time and better discipline, and Golden Point may prove the difference, but overall, not a terrible effort. Um, you know, it's I'm sure they're absolutely gutted they got the loss here, but it's not like they got spanked, Yeah, you know, mm. Yeah, um, so yeah, not a bad effort, but your player to stand out.
2: I actually chose somebody out of the losing side, Jaden Campbell. Um, thought he came up with a number of big plays over 300 running metres, he was, yeah, he was one of the players in, in the Titans that really stood up.
1: Yeah. I went with Jermaine Asako. Um, I think his – his the rebuilding of his career since he's come to the Dolphins has been fantastic. But in here, you know, he he only got 50% of his conversions um, from the tries, but then he nailed that field goal um, to get mm. him one point ahead. And then, you know, it was – admittedly right in front of the sticks for the golden point but that's a lot of pressure to put on someone um and he he did what he needed to be done but i think it's been a fantastic year for him across the board not just with the boat
2: Um yeah massively
1: so yeah well done to him um so that's the round nice and short um yeah damn you so we may as well go to the ladder <laughs> Um, I think you did top eight last week, so I'll I'll take it for you this week. So um, still in first place is Penrith with 28 points. Uh, Broncos also on 28 points at second. Cronulla at 26 points at third. um, Tied with Melbourne and the Raiders at fourth and fifth. Then we've got the Warriors, the only team on 24 at sixth. Then we've got three teams um, on 22, but two of them in the top eight, which is the Eels at seventh and the Rabbitohs at eighth.
2: Um, the bottom nine shapes up like this. North Queensland stay in ninth position. Manly, Leapfrog, Gold Coast from 11th into 10th with their bye. So Gold Coast drop to 11th. Dolphins, the rest stay as they were the previous week. Dolphins 12th, uh oh, sorry, Roosters 13th, Newcastle Knights 14th, Bulldogs 15th, St. Georgia, Laura Dragons 16th, West Tigers dead last.
1: You don't have to put so much stank on it. Dragons will take that spot back
2: when they lose (laughs) to
1: the Tigers in a couple of rounds. Um, So I see there's questions about that, but we're about to hit questions, so we'll wait. Um, If you wanted to bring up the picks, Paul. So um, Simon got three out of five, um, leading with 89 out of 141. Um, And then I got four out of five. That Rabideaus game, the only one I got wrong. Um, those mm. bastards, um, so I'm 86 out of 141, only three behind poor uh Simon now, and then you, Richie, you got three out of five, you're now four behind me at the very bottom, 82 out of 141. Um, damn, we're, we're damn. still around 50 percent, you know, but yeah, we're getting there. Um, so that was it. So we'll go to questions. I see Paul start a few of them in the background here for us, so I'll let you start first,
0: Paul. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's around the table, isn't it? So let, let's go back to the i bring the table back up for those of you. Um, obviously, you, you've heard it if you're on the if you're on the um, podcast listening. Uh, but if you want to watch it, don't forget you can watch us on uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, either the New Student Sports Radio or Brad Ingers' um, uh, page on Facebook or also on Twitter at Driving More. Um, so first off then, guys, um, um, Salai, so um, says, uh, do you reckon the Cowboys make the eight with their late incursion?
2: Do you want me to take that, Brad? You take it first. I think they have every chance. They're, the way they're trending with their form, uh, they're trending in the right direction. We actually touched on it last week with our questions, who, who I think it was your question to me, Brad, who we could see dipping out and who we could see climbing up. I was a bit hard on the Warriors last week. I think my confidence has been restored. <laughs> uh, but I did say Raiders. And actually looking at some of the upcoming fixtures, I, th- I think Cronulla are playing quite a few top eight sides, which they struggle with, um, with the comp as tight, as tight as it is. It wouldn't surprise me if they, they dropped down towards the edge of the eight.
1: Yeah. So uh, I'm going to say, yeah, Cowboys come in, Rabbitos go out, which is answering Rob's question of who drops out. Rabbits, they can't hold on to the ball unless they're playing the bloody Warriors, so um, they don't play us again, <laughs> I think. Um, and, yeah, um, some of them said don't Raiders go. will drop out. Yeah, yes, oh, Raiders. Raiders,
0: um, Raiders, Sharks, Rabbits, wow. Yeah. Um, on your comment about the Rabbits, looking at the uh, official NRL website, they have got odds as to who is going to win the whole thing But by an Australian um, website. And they currently have the Rabbits as third favourites to win um, the thing overall uh, with Always. the Panthers yep. and Broncos. Panthers and Broncos, one and two, but Rabbits are third favourites, even though they are sat there in eighth. Interesting,
2: I thought. I think I think um, Rabbits have a buy this week and then the week after they get all their good players back, don't they? Latrell Mitchell's back, all their Origin players are back. Yeah. From there, don't, they'll be tough to beat.
1: Don't, don't, don't bring so knowledge and in right, research into, into whole so, <laughs> that Just picking so, the team that the last odds,
0: beat us. <laughs> looking at the odds as well, um, the team with the longest odds in the top eight are the Raiders at $38 over in Australia. So there you go. Um, so the uh, clearly the bookmakers think that the Raiders are the most likely to, or are the are the are the weakest, or have the hardest run in, um, out of that, uh, that 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 top crowd.
1: Seeing um, them drop out will will make one of my predictions better, though, Paul. If we revert back to our prediction show, I said the top eight would be the exact same as last year, with the only team that was in the top eight last year missing out would be the Raiders. Completely wrong on that so far but if the Raiders <laughs> drop out, at least I got that part of it right. But,
0: um, um yeah. Ken, Ken says, I think it's a great result for the Warriors. I don't think the Dolphins will make the eight, but he reckons the uh, Titans could sneak in. So on, on that kind of line, uh, or on that kind of uh, kind of comment, where is the line now as to where you think the top eight teams are going to come from? Is it just the Cowboys? Is, is, does the, is, is that line under number nine now? And everyone below the Cowboys aren't going to make it? Um Or... Uh, where do you put that line?
1: I I I could go with him and say Titans up. Titans are the same points as the Dolphins and the Roosters, but I don't see the Dolphins and Roosters doing that well. The Titans are still a team that might get a win or two here. Um, Rob's saying he would say below the Knights. That's true yeah. too because the yeah. Knights are only one point behind that and they're only three points out. Uh, yeah do my math quick three points out of the eight right (laughs) now um so there's still a chance it all it all depends on the draw um that's it's great when it's so tight but yeah like jacko's just mentioned the cowboys are the only team outside the eight that have the talent to make a run they are uh, to be honest out of those teams they're the only ones i would say i can consistently see them nailing wins um where manly titans dolphins and all that and say they'll get a win or two here or there but I feel like they're going to be losing more than winning, which is just how it is with how tight it is this year. A loss can send you down. You look at the Warriors, you know, we lost to the Rabbits and we were on the verge of not being in the eight anymore. We beat the Eels and we're on the verge of being near the top four again. It's just all in the space of one week. Yeah, and like Rob Um, said, it might be like 2018 where there was two points between first and eighth. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um what I would say is the look again looking at the the odds um on the uh, NRL's official website um the uh say so the longest odds out of the top 9 are the Raiders at $38. Everybody from the Eagles down are over $100. <laughs> so to, it looks yeah. like from from a from a from a, yeah. from a bet from a, a sports betting point of view uh, that the line is is there at um under the Cowboys and that the teams below the Cowboys are significantly weak or in a or have bad run-ins or in a bad position compared to that top nine. So it looks like the top nine there really um from, from that point of view. Um Jacko, um let's get your comment on um Crawley um who uh, said that he predicted the Warriors to finish second in the table. Uh any um what are your thoughts on that? Could the um are the Warriors uh basically looking upwards rather than downwards um uh I mean, obviously, I think we're all expecting a top eight finish. Um, but are we talking about – are we now expecting a top four, top two even finish?
1: Oh, if we got the second place, it would be over the moon because that would succeed in my top four bet that I put on. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think top four is still a possibility. I'd be more confident if they had beaten the Rabbit Oats last week. Um if they come out of – if they beat the Sharks this week, beat the Raiders next week, um, I'd say top four is definitely a possibility because after the Raiders, I know there's no such thing as an easy game in the NRL unless you're playing the Dragons, but um, they've got a decent run after that Raiders game. A lot of New Zealand games and a lot of teams um, below them on the ladder. So it's all about the next so two the, weeks. The, the, so, yeah, so it goes um... – Sharks
0: at home, Raiders at home. Away to the Titans, away to the Tigers. Uh, Eagles at home, Dragons at home. Away to the Dolphins. Is the yeah. uh, is the running so, for the, um, the Warriors?
1: And that away game for the Tigers is in Hamilton. So mm-hmm. it's a lot of games in New Zealand um, against teams that they should beat very easily. Um, so yeah, the next two weeks they, if they wow get two out of- wow
0: folks we're going to have to we have to clip that bit there because that's. Uh, they should beat very easily. I mean, the, the tone from Brad, uh, from, well, from compared to uh, six
2: months ago is, is just
1: oh, it's amazing. It's it's different.
2: Um, he he tipped us to come 10th,
1: yeah. Which, if they <laughs> if they if they let these games slip, they could end up 10th.
2: So did I. You know, I'm not gonna it, lie.
1: Um, yeah, it's completely different from the beginning of the season, Paul. But you go, you've been here for the basically the entire. Existence of this show, um, we've watched the Warriors do nothing but disappoint us. So um, confidence coming into this year. But, um, it's nice to hear. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think. Um, like we, we, run,
0: but, uh, Richie can't mute himself when he's blowing his nose. Sorry, but never mind. <laughs> A under the that's,
1: that's the professionalism <laughs> we have here. Um, yeah, if they they win the next two games, top two. Is a chance. I don't know. I I feel like Penrith and Brisbane have kind of got that locked down, um, but definitely top four. You know, Ken saying I'm a massive Dragons fan. I just won't admit it. But yeah, I've got the Dragons logo tattooed on me and everything. Uh, I love that. Team. That's right, Ken. He does, he does protest too much, sir. <laughs> yeah, I just have an opportunity to to rail on a team I don't like all the time, so I will. Um, and yeah, um. We're going to call um, We need to play that grinding style, like how we played against the Raiders. Probably my favorite game of the season. Yeah, um, that's what works. And that's what the Warriors need to keep doing. Um, every time we've had a game where we talk about the Warriors not doing so well, they've gone away from that, that style. And uh, TK said, Big ups to the Tigers, only club who thanked us for the sacrifice and brought one of their games here. The only yeah. one that's correct. The only bad thing about it, TK, is when they interviewed Tim Sheens. Instead of reading the room and just saying we wanted to thank the Warriors, he said, "I didn't want to do it. It wasn't in my. It wasn't my decision." Um, which kind of deflated the gesture. Um, so it's a thank you to the club. Maybe it's not what he would have done, but it, the fact, um, one of the the teams that are struggling the most that really isn't helping um, them out by taking their game to New Zealand when they really need to get home and have the home field advantage if they can. The fact that they're the only ones that did it um, is a huge thing. I'm surprised that more didn't, but, you know, we could go on forever about how we are second-class citizens in this competition. Um, But, yeah, any other questions from anyone else before I uh, jump off my soapbox? Uh, no, I'll just,
0: just I'll make one comment about the about um, about the Cowboys. We, we've talked a few things about them being in form. Um, they're the only team, uh, so they, their form guide for the last five games is four and no, or last five rounds. i so they, they had a buy in there as well. So four wins, no loss in the last five games, five rounds. Um, so, um, yeah, as you say, Cowboys trending in the right direction. And uh, mm. I'll leave you guys to ask each other your own questions.
1: Yeah, cheers, Paul. Um, we'll go with your one first.
2: Having watched the current Warriors lineup perform so well, uh, who for you, Brad, is straight back into the side, and who misses selection once all of our troops are back on board?
1: It kind of flows in with RD's comment there. Um, so I'll read his and then I'll give you mine because he's talking about the guy that's straight in for me. He said, "Um, injury is going to affect plenty of other teams more than us, but friggin' suspensions—another story." Top four. Got to be in our sights, but what does Nakore have to do to stop getting suspended? He's too valuable not to play. He's getting it rough from officials, in my opinion. His latest was on Sully, and in my opinion, who dipped late when Murata was driving up and mid on biased. Um, Murata is the guy right now that I'd bring straight back in. What does he have to do to stop being suspended? Um, we've got to talk to the CEO of One New Zealand and see if he can give the refs some money um, <laughs> to stop these rubbish calls. Um, it's yeah, it, it's a bit like what we said about the Tane Milne one. The last one Murata got suspended for. He probably wouldn't have been suspended if Sully didn't get knocked, knocked for six. Um, it was just a combination of him coming up too much, him coming down. I I, I don't know. Um, and Rob said he would bring Ali in for the centers. I still don't know when Ali's back. On the injury report, he's just got indefinite. Um, but yeah, the only other one I would have said in the past was Tamari Martin, but I wouldn't bring Tamari in for Luke Metcalf right now. So out of everyone, it would be Murata. And to drop, uh, right now, I'd be dropping Bunty. I'd move Mitch Barnett into the front row, um, Murata into the second row, Curran back to the bench.
2: What about Jazz Tavanga?
1: Jazz um, Jazz when he comes back replacing Bailey Serenin.
2: Yeah. Great problems.
1: Yeah,
0: it's much That's better. To isn't,
2: have
0: it. uh, is is isn't Jazz the uh, um who um Bro's girlfriend had that uh, was uh, rather taken by it, uh, the game, so I think maybe Jazz he wants to have out out of the club. The, no, uh,
1: that was Va- Valia. Um, who is probably be out of the club? <laughs> he probably will be out of the club sooner rather than later. Um, but yes, it's always a battle. Uh, the my lovely partner always seems to fall in love with a new Warriors player every week. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Jacko said Jazz takes her in him for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. a like for like for me. I feel yeah. like they fill the same role. Jazz just does it better. And TK said he, he cringed hearing. <laughs> Um, Brandy and Blocker praising our team. Um, hope to catch up with me on Sunday. Yeah, you know where I am all the time, I'll be there. Um, so yeah, hopefully, you get to catch up with you, TK. And yeah, it's it's horrible hearing Blocker um, do it. Um, Brandy, I don't mind as much because you can hear it through gritted teeth. Um, where Blocker, I feel like Blocker doesn't know what's going on half the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. he really, he really yeah. lets front rowers down. Um, and <laughs> Swing slide read. That's the only one they got there. Richie knows that that's not my drink, but I drink what's available. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yeah, so oh, that
0: was oh, a long way. To, the, they got the panhandle. They got all sorts of you, 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 – your beer – okay, your drink at Worre's.
1: Their Worre's Woster all those fancy ones. The fancier you get, the less berry it is, you know. So, strong, strongly disagree. Anyway, you would um, – and we'll, we'll,
0: we'll, be, we'll be forcing Brad to wear um, rainbow <laughs> laces for the rest of the week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and um, did you have a player there? I kind of railroaded your question and took it over.
2: No, no, no. Very similar. Um, near Corey, straight back in. Jazz Tavanga, I would bring in. For serenin um, Other than that, it's almost status quo. Keep the form yeah. team.
1: Yeah, um, I would love to see um, Ali back in to replace Barry, or even Brady Willamy, um, just because I feel like they would be better options. But we just don't know what's going on with them right now. Um, but my question for you: uh, the final Origin matches tonight. It's actually not that far away, um, and many across the ditch are still claiming that it's the pinnacle of rugby league. Do you think that's still
2: the case? Unfortunately, I I think it is. Um not mainly because of how little priority test match footy is given. Um, you know, they, they still put origin up on the pedestal, um, to the detriment of test match forty. It's, it's, it's an afterthought. I'd love that to be the pinnacle, but it's, it's simply not because there's just not enough matches for it to be. So. Um, So I think if you're looking at the quality of footy, I think Pinnacle is still origin. Um, I would love more light to be shown on Test Match footy, though. That's just my opinion.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's the Pinnacle anymore. Uh, To be honest, the last two Origin games we watched felt like NRL games to me. Really? Um, Yeah, we are watching the Roosters play Brisbane. Effectively in different jerseys, uh, probably the same level because of how good Queensland's going and how how rubbish New South Wales comparing to how good Brisbane are going and how good the Roosters are going. You know, it's about the same. Jacko's kind of said, yeah, he's sick of Aussie Junos claiming the best 34 players on the planet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think the biggest reason I don't think it's as good like Jacko said, it's not um, what it used to be. It's just a very good NRL game. Is I feel that the Australians aren't the best at the game anymore. There are still good players, don't get me wrong. But they so won, they won the, the World Cup. Yeah, bet they yeah, shut <laughs> up. <Richard. laughs> but um the not all the best players are origin players anymore. Like um, you know, you've got guys like Joey Manu, James Fisher Harris, all the, the Kiwis and Island boys, um that you know, the island boys that aren't allowed to play origin for some reason, um, when others are. Um I feel there's like a lot of that missing, um, which takes away from the spectacle. But I'm not feeling as strong about it because I'm not an Aussie, so it's yeah. biased from my point of view. But yeah, because of that pre-notions bias of it being the pinnacle, that's why we're not seeing all that other stuff. Yeah. Um, where you know everyone yeah. says it every year, like our oh, Origin's just not what it used to be. So eventually, that that shine's got to come off, right?
2: hope so
1: but it makes money (laughs)
2: yeah it does it's the 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 money maker. it
1: it makes money um so yeah great questions um we must go into round 20 starting with we'll we'll do our quick rundown of the Warriors Sharks um this week so as always I let you say the Warriors team
2: thank you sir uh fullback CNK wingers Dallin Watinis Lesniak Marcelo Montoya Centres, Rocco Berry, Adam Pompey, halves Luke Metcalf, Sean Johnson, the same back line. That's been the past few weeks. Uh, Forward pack, fanor Blake, Wade Egan, Mitch Barnett, front row. Jackson Ford, Josh Curran returns. They're the edge back rowers. And Tohu Harris, Lock and captain, interchange bench, Freddie Lusick, Bailey Surin Tom Ali, Dylan Walker. That remains the same as well.
1: Yeah, it's pretty similar to what it's been the last few weeks, to be fair. Yeah. Um, just with with Buntie's out with 11-day stand down, which I forgot to put in the injuries. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Sharks, we've got uh, Will Kennedy um, at fullback. Then we've got the wingers. We've got uh, Sione Katoa and my preseason predicted leading try scorer Mulitalo. Sensors, uh, we've got Jesse Ramian and Talakai. Uh, Halves we've got Matt Moylan and Nico Hines um, their front row we've got Oregon Kafusi, Blake Braley and Toby uh, Rudolph second row we've got uh, Brighton Nakora and Teague Wilton then we've got Cam McInnes at lock with Wade Graham Thomas Hazelton, Jack Williams and Jesse Kolochho I don't know how to say that name um on the interchange so what do you think about the team? Before we go, how are the Sharks feeling that Matt Moylan's their sixth when they could have Luke McCuff? Um, But, yeah, what do, you, what do you take here? I think they're both good sides. I think the Warriors' side looks better. I am concerned about the centers, though. Um, Barry and Pompey against Ramian and Talakai. Pompey does um, seem to step up when he's up against big, big yeah. centers, so I think he'll be fine.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm not so concerned about Pompey defensively. I think he always tends to do a job against uh, big opposition, like you said. Um, yeah, they, they both look like good sides on paper. I'm hoping home ground advantage plays a part here. I'm hoping the rain stays as far away as it can. I haven't looked at the forecast. It's
1: beautiful <laughs> weather because Paul's not coming. Okay. I told him that before we went live. Um, yeah. It looks good, but it's Auckland. So it's saying it looks good now. It could be hail, for we know by the time Sunday comes around. Fingers crossed not, because I'm really over getting wet at these games.
2: I bet you are. I'm liking the consistency in our selection. Um, happy that Josh Curran's back to take one of those edge back role positions. Um, I'm I'm going to tip us in a, in a close one. Sharks look dangerous, but... Yeah, we got them. We got them over there at Shark Park earlier in the year. Uh, I'm, I'm picking. We get them here at Go Media as well.
1: Yeah, I've picked them as well. Um, I picked the Warriors. Uh, I just think, yeah, we're on a roll, and um, it's as long as that weather's fine. If there starts to be drizzle, I might be a bit more concerned.
2: Mm. Um, Sean Johnson potentially could be a late scratching, depending on baby news. That's that's the only thing that might sh- throw some doubt in my mind.
1: Yeah. So what I would do in that situation is Zion Mayu, I would bring into the, the, the team and Adam Fanor Blake, I'd move into the halves um, <laughs> because it's about time the Warriors, were the gutsy team and put a front rower in the halves, which is <laughs> the only logical option. Um, obviously if that happens, I think Volkman will come in. Like we discussed yep. last week when we thought that Sean would be out. Um, I'm a bit more confident now with Metcalf. I was a bit iffy about Metcalf and Volkman together, but I think yeah, the way Metcalf is going, if he can continue that form, I, I think he'll be fine. Um, mm. Be yeah, a tough match. I'm not going into this as cocky as I was for the Rabbitohs game. Uh, I've learned my lesson, but I think they're they're in a good position. Um, a decent crowd. Um, hopefully, the the All Blacks haven't ruined the field the night before. Um, but it should be good. Um should be a good game. And yeah, Warriors. Uh Paul, you've got Simon Speck. He who do you go with?
0: Yep, yeah, also going with the Warriors as well. I think um nice. the uh that's with 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 that one. So so yeah, so that, that, that kicks off our multi with our um, with our first uh, our first all agreed um, one there. Um, so yeah, and with the Warriors heading up towards the second place apparently then uh, obviously yeah. they need to do, they said these next
1: few weeks, the important ones. I don't like agreeing with Crawley because I think he's off the mark so often, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll go with him if, if he's back in my team. Uh, so we'll go into the rest of the round, uh, round 20. Uh, first game up, we had, thank you, we, we don't have the pretty picture because of Origin, so NRL Ralph forgets that they have their own competition. Um, but first up on Friday, we've got Knights and Tigers I've gone with the knights. So I've already said I don't see the tigers. I think tigers are only going to beat the dragons in the last lot of games. So, I've got to go with the knights.
2: Yeah, I've gone knights as well.
1: Um, so yeah, the, looking at the
0: the, the form line, uh, the tigers have lost the their last five games. Um, so, uh, yep. um uh, in Simon's stead, yep, we're going with the um, we're going with the knights.
1: Nice. And then the next game on Saturday, uh, the Saturday triple hitter, we've got Bulldogs, Broncos. I've gone with Broncos. Um, Bulldogs surprised us all. I don't think they can surprise us two weeks in a row. Yeah,
2: agreed. Um, Broncos should be too hot for the Bulldogs.
0: Yeah, and that's the only win they've had the Bulldogs had in the last five games. Um, So, uh, yeah, the horses are going to trample all over the Dogs.
1: Then next game on Saturday, we've got Seagulls vs. Cowboys. Uh, I've gone with the Cowboys. I think they're still on a roll, um, and I'm still not confident in the Seagulls without Tommy Turbo. Uh,
2: I'm going to pick Manly at Brookvale um, just because I need to catch up. (laughs) I don't believe that they will win, but there you go. Manly.
0: Uh, tenth hosting ninth and um, uh, obviously ninth with on that four game winning streak, uh, but um, no look it's at home Sea Eagles at home to um, to swoop in and uh, take it off the Cowboys. Ooh. Sweet, so
1: I'm going to catch up again. Nice next uh, final <laughs> game on Saturday, uh, Roosters versus Storm. Uh, Storm for me, uh, Roosters. I've got no confidence in them at all.
2: Yeah, they're they're playing too poorly to, even at home, I I think the Storm get that one.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, Roosters down in 13th, but look, the Storm, um, three wins, two losses in the last five games. They're not running that great at the moment, but still, yep, I'm going to back the Storm, or Simon's going to back the Storm um, as well
1: on that one. Yeah, and then next game was the Warriors Sharks, which we've already talked about, all three hitting the Warriors there. Uh, Second game on Sunday is the Dolphins-Panthers, I've gone with the Panthers. Um, I know they're probably going to they probably going to rest some origin players as they normally do, but they might play them because it's a Sunday, but they seem to do all right without their players. And the Dolphins, yeah, I think the grind's going to be too much.
2: Yeah, it's Panthers. It's just too hard to pick against them.
0: Uh, the, the Dolphins, one, one went out the last five games, last five rounds, so one and four. Um, look, the Cinderella story uh, is is over, unfortunately. and They're in free fall. So, yeah, Panthers it is. Panthers. I don't know what I was saying. I no, Sorry, I've got a, I've got a mis, um, mis, misrepresented. Um, sorry, Simon's gone with Dolphins. Oh my god! Wow! How did he do that? Mm. Wow! So wow. Dolphin. Geez. Knowing what Simon's I, I, like, it
1: means Dolphins are going to get this.
0: Bloody hell! Um, dolphin. Yeah. I, I, I just assumed. I'm um, looking at the. Uh, but no, Simon's gone with Dolphins. Sorry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, wow. that's a big pick. Wow, big, big call. So that means Dolphins going to get Dolphins this because Simon right always, Simon escape. always picks these ones and gets them right. So um, yeah, Dolphins. Well it's, done. It's,
0: they have been good at home. They have um, look. Obviously, they've been the Cinderella story. They've been a good story this year. At home, there um, the Dolphins um, four wins, four losses. So, so yeah, we need, wow. to, okay. we need
1: to We need to stop the Cinderella story rubbish. All right, the Warriors are the Cinderella story. Um you know the the, the dolphins aren't even gonna play finals football, you know. No Cinderella story, they're more the ugly steps. And stuff.
0: <laughs> <afraid to> be... <laughs> but for, for an expansion franchise to, to not finish bottom is um is pretty good and they had a great start for the season, let's be honest. They
2: did. They did. Like,
1: no one was saying that about the Warriors in '95 when we didn't finish bottom. Come on, get off, get off the dolphins chain, Paul. Um hey, last if you would have seen it
0: oh um, uh, yeah, well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then final game Go. eels titans uh, I've gone with the eels uh, eels know how to attack titans don't know how to defend um kind of seems like a, a match man in heaven for the
2: eels. I'm going the other way. Um another another need to titans. catch up, another need to catch up call that one.
1: Think- See, my approach is always just pick away. Things going to win. It seems to work for me, but but yeah, there's, do, there's yeah. always
2: one or there's always one or two upsets per round. So
1: exactly, just,
2: just got to pick um, which
1: one. And then who, who was Simon going with? Paul,
2: uh, the eels. Look, this this this
0: this is the nail in the Titans' coffin. Um, as far as the top eight is concerned, um, I think.
1: So I think that gives us four for the multi. We've agreed on, on um, four out of seven. Yep. I, I will uh, yeah. just
0: bring up the uh, multi now.
1: Yeah, and while you're doing that, yeah, Simon's comment about the Warriors, yeah, unfortunately, um, they missed the finals because they had too many players on the field and were deducted points. It was Joe Vang in his fault. Um, but he was the player. It's not really his fault. Yeah, so there we go. We've got the Knights, the Warriors, the Broncos, and the Storm. And our four game multi, surely, surely we'll get it this week. Um, surely, you'll know when we announce the uh, the show next week if it's got we finally get the multi or something as the show title. But um, yeah, hopefully it feels like an, oh. uh, an easy enough to predict round. But I think I've said that multiple times this year. <laughs> so.
2: Yes.
0: yeah. So yes, yeah, so, so we've we've done it for fourteen rounds. Okay, so that's we're twenty eight dollars down. This makes us $30 down now. And we get 11 back. So we're still going to be way down, um, even if we do win this one. So, yes, there we go.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll get there eventually. Actually, uh, we,
0: I am going to be way down on your picks.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but you got to remember, I do the same multi with my own money, trying to, trying to help out. So I'm losing more because I do like $5 a pop. But
2: um, I think you just need to subscribe to the Patreon, Brad. That's your contribution. <laughs>
1: Instead of gambling my my life oh, away, we're well, yeah, definitely
0: going to lose money again. So I think we're definitely going to lose money again. It's not we, Simon. It's it's me. I think you want to be saying. <laughs> I think you're definitely going to be losing money.
2: We're definitely going to lose Paul's money again.
1: We're we're all we're all shareholders on this, Paul. We're making the decisions. So um, you're just you're just Mr. Moneybags at the end paying the bill. So. Um, so that's the NRL, which means that Jacko is probably going to abandon us because we're going into Super League quickly. Um, so cheers for joining us again, Jacko. But um, Catalans remain at the top of the table, uh, Richie, with 26 points despite losing this round. Yep. Um, Lee stays second, but St. Helens moves to third with Wigan falling to fourth after their defeat to Wakefield, which is the How struggling How did that club. happen? How did it's that the- happen? I don't know. It's the struggling club's third win of the year, and they're now only two points away from Castleford at the bottom of the ladder. So there is still potentially a chance that Wakefield don't end last, which is crazy when you think they went, I think it was 12 or 13 losses before their first win. Mm. Um, But, yeah, beating Wigan is a massive scalp. Um, When you think they also beat Leeds. So out of their three wins, they've beaten Leeds, Wigan. I can't remember the other one they beat off the top of my head. But um, congrats on Wakefield. They've kind of been our Super League story all year. Um, but yeah, round 18's all done and dusted there. Wakefield, as we just said, defeated Wigan 27-26. Uh, Lee defeated Castleford 34-16. St. Helens defeated Warrington 24-20. defeated Catalans 22-14. Hull FC defeated Hull KR 16 to 6 and then Leeds defeated Salford 16-14 and yeah, Simon's mentioned Leeds is kind of a local derby for Wakefield um but yeah fantastic effort very unfortunate they beat my Super League team but yeah uh, I do I do like seeing them getting some wins um but yeah round 19 Richie we got St Helens versus Catalans Uttersfield versus Wakefield Leeds versus Hull KR, Wigan versus Warrington, Hull FC versus Castleford, and Salford versus Lee. So, yeah. um, maybe maybe Wakefield get their fourth by beating Uttersfield. But um, some good matches in there, St. Helens versus Catalan's and Wigan versus Warrington um, yeah. should be some That's barnstorming case. ones. Yep. Um, but anything else you want to add before we go? Oh, sorry, um, Paul – no, Paul was already um, – Talked about picks, but Simon sent one through. I saw about Queensland. He's picked Queensland. So why yep. are you you picking Queensland too? Yeah, mate.
2: Queensland first first clean sweep since twenty ten. Unfortunately,
1: the, the first time on the show, Paul, um, that everyone who's picked Origin has picked Queensland every week. Um, so yeah, fantastic. We might all end up with three out of three at yeah. the end. Yeah, the bet's gone on since
0: you've since nice. you've all chosen it. Thank you, guys. Nice. Well done. Nice. Choose yep. the same one. <laughs> yep. And what if you
1: disagree? Save me some money. I mean, come on. <laughs> hey, well, at least it wasn't eight out of eight, um, which is what I do on my multi. I do my picks, so I do all seven or eight every week. Um, so but, yeah, anything else just you guys want to add? I just took my little oh. gift I've just found. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How did Wigan lose? How? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Um, um, I'd, yeah, I would just like to say thanks for the chat, everyone. Nice to see a couple of new faces in, in tonight. And um, let's go, New South Wales.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah, I don't see that happening for you though, Richie. But um, you know, everyone loves a dreamer. Yeah. Um, but let's yeah, go, to the Warriors. With- let's get yeah, the worries don't Make care sure. about that origin stuff all right yeah. um so ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning in tonight and joining us on the standoff with brad and richie for your weekly update on rugby league tune into our show next week at 8 p.m here on facebook youtube um or at your convenience on spotify our radio and all those places just remember to search for new zealand sport radio uh cheers for joining me again richie and cheers to paul for all your help in the background and good night everyone What did I, did I?